I'm Dave. I'm Luke. And welcome to the podcast that will be provisionally titled Unbelievable Meat in association with Luke's excellent Meat Pie Republic blog. So, yeah, yeah we thought we're going to start stuff off with a, a themed 11 today, which is going to be the yeah. House 11. Luke, any shouts yeah. from you? Right. Well, obviously, we're going to try and do like themed 11s as a regular thing because yep. it's something that we do in it we, we like to do a little themed 11 so we're going to do a, ha- a home a home 11 and uh i'm trying to think Br- brighton and home albion right yeah brighton and home albion that can be uh that can be the team name or i was thinking we can have well sheffield wednesday and the nickname could be the, the towels we can have that the towels, the towels nice nice yeah I reckon uh, first name first name on the uh, on the team sheet, mate, would have to be Kieran Dreyer. Oh, very good, very good, yeah. <laughs> and obviously, obviously, that is somewhere that you would, in fact, put your towels. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So... You, you would hang the towels, hang the towels, the team, the team nickname, the towels, on your Kieran Dreyer. So, swinging in, yeah. sw- swinging in balls to. I reckon. I reckon we should have up front. It's got to be Peter Couch. It's got to be one, isn't it? Oh, excellent! Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we might have space in the starting eleven for a uh, Daniel Storage. Yes. Yeah. Daniel Storage. I reckon uh, we're gonna have to have a uh, Wayne Fridge. Wayne, Wayne Fridge. Fridge is good. Yeah. I mean, he'll yes. he'll cool things down, but we can uh, can host it up with Diego Toaster. Oh, Diego Toaster. Diego. Or we can have... Uh, well, I was thinking, does this work? I've got Carlos TVs, or you can have Mario Balotelli's. I'll let you pick. Ooh, excellent, yeah. Um, both both, uh, both good visual options. Yeah. Jun- junior, junior toilet. Oh, uh, maybe, ju- not, yes. maybe not the most fashionable, uh, fashionable option, but he's... He's on the bench, possibly. Junior toilet. We're holding, gonna, uh, holding things up in the middle. You've got John Joe Shelfie. Oh, yes. Up front, spooning them in. Wayne Spoonie. Oh, excellent. Any relation to DJ? DJ yeah, he's uh, DJ's cousin, I think. Yeah, DJ's. Oh, excellent. Good stuff. <laughs> um, manager, manager. It's difficult. I, I haven't. I only come up with one manager name because it was impossible for me to come up with anything else. And I've got Jurgen Clock. Oh, excellent! Yeah, always, uh, always on time. Sorry, it was a bit part. Um, always on time. Yeah. All all games refereed by Dormat Gallagher. Yes. Yeah, he's the he's the resident uh, the resident referee there. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think if, we, if if you think Aston, of any Aston more. Villa's, Aston Villa's Portney House. I mean, yes. Uh, no, no changes could, could needed could, from him. Could potentially have Villa Park as the uh, as the stadium as well, because you know Villa. Yeah, it is. That. Yeah, they're the ones you get. At, I think it's because, like, I think there are two types of people. There are people who when they picture villa like think of like a big mansion and then there are people like me who 
just feature the ones at centre parks. <laughs> yeah, chalet. Aston yeah, chalet. Yeah, that's, that's a villa. That's a, a centre park <laughs> villa. Oh, that was what we were told. That's what we were told as kids. It's uh, a yeah, we're standing a villa. villa. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Disappointment of turning up in its just a wood cabin. I loved Centre Parks. I thought it was excellent. I really liked it. Do you know? Do you know? I've never been to Centre Parks. What? No, never been. My, uh, I've never. I've, do you know? I've never been to a Butlins before either. I only no, ever used same. to go to Pot. Pontins when I was a kid, Pontins was the one. Camber Sands, Pontins. Where where is Camber Sands? Is this it sounds uh, like it's in like, Kent? No, I think it's down I think it's in Sussex, I think. It's down on the south coast somewhere, I think. What are your your sort of overriding or enduring memories of Pontins? Uh stealing stuff from the joke shop. I can remember that. Uh, I can't remember what else, really. I think it was just, it was all a bit of a blur. It's one of those, like, I can always, I used to go with my cousins and my uh, my mum and my auntie. And it was just, I, I, we just used to do, it just used to be like total nonsense most of the time. You know, sort of parents getting completely pissed and kids just doing what they want. This is standard British holiday, really. Yeah, I, I feel like we've sort of lost crap holidays as a tradition. I, I think yeah, we should well, bring them back. I, I think good <laughs> holidays are overrated. Yeah, well, I think... Uh, I don't think people know what a crap holiday is these days. You know, you've got people taking two-year-olds to Club Med in the south of France and stuff. Get them to Pontins. Did you ever watch a holiday showdown, which was either oh, on yeah. TV um, or Channel yes. 5? Yeah. Yes. And there was one time they took these people who always go to, uh, like, Southeast Asia and just took yeah. them camping. <laughs> and then one of the sons hit on these two really posh girls and they nearly, like, like just Brilliant. had a big fight on the campsite. <laughs> but I always loved it on the holiday showdown. They're like... Oh, I wonder if we're gonna have a like a great time with them. I hope we get on well. And it's like, of course you won't. It's fucking holiday yes. showdown. Holiday, that's yeah, why, that's why they've chosen. Yeah, yeah, they've they've put you on the show because you're gonna knock ten bells out of each other. Do, do you know that program, Holiday Showdown? You just reminded me about that. I completely forgot about that program. But there was someone that I'm sure either I used to know them or one of my mates used to know them, and. Uh, it was an episode that was always on repeat. I think it was on like, I want to say it was on ITV2 on repeat all the time. Something like that. It might have been, it was on one of those channels. Or I, it think might have been on ITV, like, I think ITV2 is just repeats of Holiday Showdown. Yeah. So it's, it possibly was on that. Uh, Paul Burrell's Australian Princess. Well, that's a great bit of TV, that. Aussie Princess. Jesus. There's but some it's, it's, uh, that time. Oh, yeah. There's, you know... I don't think ITV make anything on the level of that anymore. It's all yeah. just like Love Island crap now, isn't it? But uh, I mean, bring, bring back bro- Young Butcher of the Year. <laughs> oh, talk, talk about classic crap Brit- British holidays. That is classic, classic crap British TV. 
the stuff we find entertaining. And I think, I don't know whether it's because we're just completely ironic about ourselves. We just find crap like that entertaining. Not because of the reason it's supposed to be, but just because we take the piss out of it. I don't, I, don't probably, like, uh, I don't like stuff that's good. I've got, I've got oh, no, no time for anything that's good. <laughs> I think um, I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's like ITV2 is just a gold mine, and it it was repeat. It was I can't remember, but it was like early 2000s or something like that, and it just kept repeating a holiday showdown. And there was an episode that kept coming on, and every time it come on, I just happened to be with my mate, and it was on, and he always used to go, "Oh, look, there's so and so," just a completely random person. And I, I I can't remember if I actually knew them or not. It got to a point where it sort of like blurred, where it's just, we just accepted that there was someone that we vaguely knew that was on Holiday Showdown once. And we used to get really excited when it came on. Uh, <laughs> so, oh yeah, I wonder if, wonder if this is the episode with... I don't that know, guy say, we may or may uh, not know. Yeah, we, yeah, I think we saw him once, yeah. <laughs> Who is the most famous person you've just see, like seen in public? This was also a thread oh. on Twitter the other day. And yeah. for me, I once uh, walked past um, Alan Bennett, the playwright, near a Nando's. In oh, yeah, Manchester. yeah. Uh, but Brilliant. also I once walked past Joseph from The Apprentice uh, in Peterborough uh, City Centre about a week after the winning episode had been uh, won. And he clearly didn't want to be recognised because somebody shouted, Hi, Joseph, well done at him. And he just... Oh, oh no. Oh, uh, well, it could have been worse. They could have gone up to him and started saying, you're fired or something like that, you know, catchphrases yeah. and stuff. I, I, I think... I, I, um, maybe he wasn't too bad, but I think he was not... Uh, he was going to... Hung over. To, uh, yeah. He was hung over, mate. He'd been cele- celebrating winning The Apprentice. But, um, yeah, I, I'm trying to think. There's a few things that have happened. I think uh, the weirdest one has got to be getting in that uh, sauna with Lembit Opic. Oh yeah, that's the weirdest. Yeah, that's the weirdest one. It was just at like a uh, what they call it, Holiday Inn. You, you know, like a Holiday Inn. My my parents have got like a membership to the swimming pool up there, and uh, I was visiting them. Went back home visiting, and uh, I just went up there because they had the gym and stuff. Mum was like, "Oh, you can use the pass." Went in the gym, went for a swim, got in the sauna afterwards. He just got in, then bit open, was, completely was naked. He a- Accompanied by one or more cheeky girls. No, no. Well, unfortunately, no cheeky girls were present. It was just, uh, just him with his uh, with his bollocks hanging out, which was a bit weird, really, because it was uh, it was just a, it's like a a public swimming pool. It wasn't. I don't think you're supposed to get in there naked. Is he you know, the only like, Lib Dem MP you've seen naked? Uh, well, I don't know if this counts. I used to work with someone who was a Lib Dem MP. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting the answer to be no, but this is a much better answer. Um, no, I, I, I used to work with someone who, uh, who was a Lib Dem MP, but he wasn't obviously when I worked with him. And, uh, yeah, I, I happened to see his knob in the, uh, urinals at work. That's, uh, that's a little tale there. So I've, I've seen... I've seen two Lib Dem MPs penises. So wow, there's that, that I can that's a put that on my that I wasn't expecting. Um, <laughs> you could put that on my tombstone. That I'll yeah, take or that with a, me. at least at least um, your CV. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. 
Right, Luke, I, I have a headline. I, I have oh, a headline cool. for you. And so what is going to happen is you have three guesses at the place in which his headline happened. So I'll give you a clue first. Oh, yeah. It is in your neck of the woods, so to speak, the southwest. Oh. Remembering yeah. which places pop up urinal and what happened to it. Maybe you'd call it more the West Country. So remembering X places pop up urinal and what happened to it. Brilliant. Right. Pop up urinal. Right. Okay. Apparently on, there then. was an enthusiasm from the local council, according to this news story. Oh. Right. What's the, what's the, what's the, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, so it's a Apparently pop up. It was pop called. It was a pop up urinal, and it was called the Yuri Lift Toilet. Yuri as in Yuri Geller. Yuri Geller. Oh, is that a clue? Is, is it? No, 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 no. It's sorry. Oh. No, that's not a clue. Oh. I would have been. I was going to say uh, straight away. Exeter. Exeter. Yeah, straight away. No uh, uh, spelling wise, I'm afraid not. Oh no! Uh, You've got three guesses. Right. right. So first guess then. Anything urinal related in the southwest's got to be sort of Swindon way. Is it Swindon? I'm afraid it's not Swindon. You're thinking of a smaller place, but big enough that you'll know. Smaller. It. Oh, I'm still thinking along along the lines of urinal. Uh, smaller than Swindon. Yeovil. Is it Yeovil? It's not, but you're in the oh. right county. I'm in the right county. Uh, oh, here we go then. What's Yo Yeovil's in Somerset, isn't it? Uh, it is. The spiritual home of the urinal. The urinal, yeah. It is, yeah. Um, am I right in thinking? No, I don't think. Uh, I'm thinking too far up. I was going to say Weymouth, but that's Dorset, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Oh, it's not... Um, not Portis Head. I'm afraid not. It was Taunton, oh. which uh, oh, no. produced the, the Yuri Lift toilet. Brilliant. Um, I'm just looking at a picture of it now. It looks um, like a, looks like just like a bin, but with the main bin bit cut out. And then you, it's kind of at ground level and you wee down into it. Very, so, very strange. Uh, they are innovative in uh, Taunton, mate. So. Imagine putting that on Dragon's Den. <laughs> the Yuri Toilet. The Yuri Toilet. <laughs> Brilliant. I'm afraid to say, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is there any, any, other, any other recent news you want to discuss while we're here? Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of like uh, bizarre things, headlines. Uh, there's obviously random, like sort of nonsense that's been going on on uh, on Twitter. And Sugar's got a haircut. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Uh, I'm running oh. out of a look now as we speak. <laughs> you need to. Yeah, Alan Sugar's had a haircut, and uh, he's basically videoed himself doing a little like sort of it was weird because it just come up on my timeline and it sort of first of all I thought it was one of those uh, 
3D animations of someone who's made like a life. Like, and I thought it was one of those things where, you, you know, when there's like a celebrity picture and it morphs into someone else. I thought he it was looks, just going to. He looks like a sort of waxwork of David Guest. What, that's slightly melted? Yeah. Yeah, he looks like a waxwork of David Guest that's been left in uh, a room where the air conditioning's broke. And he's just I've got, slightly, a, I've got a question for you. How old do you reckon David Guest is? Well, he's dead, isn't he? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm sure he's maybe just, he's maybe dead. edit this out. Um, is he dead? Apparently so. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh yeah, he's dead then. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, because okay. I remember there was. Uh, he was on Big Brother, wasn't he? David Guest was on Big Brother. Like, and I, and I think he died the same year he was on it. But they had, I think it was the year when David Bowie's old wife was in there. And they told her that David Bowie had died. Oh, yeah, that was very strict. That was very... And she came out, David's died. And everyone was like, oh, no. And they thought that she meant David Guest, but he was just in bed. Went, went and woke him up and he's like, oh. he going, oh, we thought you was dead. But no, he, yeah, he's just having a kip. I, I've had a few, I've had a few sleeps like that after a night yeah. out. Well, um, to be fair, if you stumbled across David Guest in bed, tucked up, having a sleep, you would probably think he was dead, wouldn't you? Because he, he did, he was an odd looking bloke, wasn't he? R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, David Guest. Great. Sorry, Sorry. <laughs> I, I probably I in future episodes I will check whether someone is still alive. Someone's, or, uh, yeah, how old is how, how old, how old they are? Yeah, I think he's be a bit of a lack of research on my part. He's as old as you can get. Oh, there was a there was that there was a headline that come up on you saying about that a headline that come up on the Metro. I can't I don't know if I can find it now. But it's about some woman that uh, was riding a motorbike naked, and then she got she got fingered in the street, and then punched a blind man. I'll try and find the uh, the article to see if there's actually any more on this. Uh, I, I don't know how much more there could be. Well, I, uh, I think there's a very that she... is that is a sufficiently busy day of activities. Well, yeah, that's yeah, that's a whole day out, that isn't it? Here we go. I found that I found the actual article here. It says, "Right, woman, woman rode motorbike naked, got fingered in the street, and punched a blind man." But what I want to know is why? Did, why was she doing that? So this was. Uh, uh, yeah, we go. I'll turn the table. Here we go. Have, I a found guess it. Where, uh, have a guess at where that was. Oh, you found it. Oh, you, you'll know. Uh, oh, sorry. The woman's name right. is Natasha Claus, as in Santa. Brilliant. Which I Brilliant. think is yeah. probably Santa's, the weirdest thing about this story. Santa's, Santa's wayward daughter described as a mess by a judge. She turned up in court. <laughs> for... I, can't, I, I love the idea <laughs> of a judge describing someone as a mess. <laughs> a mess. Like, You're what, a mess. What, what, what are you in for? Yeah. I, I sentence you for being a complete fucking disgrace. Mess. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. What's this? Prosecutor John Upton said she was spotted in Goldsworth Road 
Woking being fingered by a man. <laughs> Brilliant. The, who's written that report? Oh, we got, yeah, witness. We want a witness statement here. Yeah, I saw her being fingered by a man. Brilliant. And I love the way they just refer to her as claws in the article as well. Yeah. A mother, a, a mother with her two children asked her to stop. Well, you don't need to ask her to stop. You need to ask the bloke to stop. He's the one doing the fingering. Uh, and she responded by threatening to punch her. When she was arrested, police said her jeans were pulled up, but her knickers were in her handbag. Brilliant. What a woman. Terrific what a woman. stuff. That's what Brilliant. we like to hear. Yeah. Oh, no, she's been a little bit of casual racism there as well. Yeah. Off her, yeah. Off her tits uh, inhaling butane gas. Brilliant. There, there it goes. Uh, leading Judge Moss, your life is a mess. Brilliant. It's a bit like the sort of the Friends theme tune, you know, your life's a joke, you're broke, but it's yes, yeah, yeah, like oh, yeah. the, the woking equivalent. Your life's oh, a mess, man. you got fingered in the middle of the street and punched could, the blind yeah, man. Could, and then it, And then it goes to the little clap. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's just oh, all the drawers. Man. Yeah, that would be, that'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Yeah. All burrows. Paul Burrell Paul was back in the Paul news Burrell. this week. Paul Burrell of the uh, Australian Princess fame. I, I'm not sure you knew this, but he was actually the uh, royal butler to Princess Diana. Well, that's how he made his, I, how he made I, his I, name. I, but didn't he... Yeah, but I, I, I don't think he ever mentions it. But no, yeah, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't like to talk about that. He doesn't. No, exactly. Um, yeah, he said that uh, Diana and uh, Meghan Markle would have clashed. What I wow. want to hear from you is, in kind of picture both of them in their prime, who do you yeah. think wins a boxing match? There's only one way to find out. Fight! No, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wins a boxing match. Uh, I don't know. I reckon, well, Megan would knock her out, wouldn't she? Let's be honest. She's she sort of... I bet she does sort of like kickboxing classes or something, because some sort of trendy... Uh, American fitness thing. Yeah, Diana I, was all about just swanning about, wasn't she? She was quite elegant, but I reckon Megan, if she pushed, I reckon she could she could give you a dig. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd probably agree with that. Yeah, <clears throat> I reckon. Well, I don't reckon that they. I don't reckon that they would uh, clash though. I reckon if Diana, I reckon they'd get on fine. I reckon they'd team up, and I reckon they'd they'd they'd. Uh, Dislike, what's her name? The other one, uh, Kate Middleton. Kate? Yeah, I reckon they dislike her. I reckon, I reckon you'd get like Megan and Diana were going out shopping for clothes together or something, and uh, and going to spoons. Yeah, they're going to spoons. They're getting on it. They're they're having a bowl of woo woo together in spoons, <laughs> and uh, and uh, and Kate's just sort of gone round. She's gone around Charles and Camilla's for a roast with the kids, looking bored. I bet Prince Charles is a terrible cook. But he's oh, yeah, the kind of man who doesn't know how to turn on a microwave. Oh, yeah. He, I, bet he didn't, I bet he doesn't know how to boil an egg. I bet no, he, he no, hasn't I got a clue. I bet he hasn't got a clue. I bet, he, look, I, bet, I bet none of them have. 
but the only one that sort of vaguely knows how to do anything is probably uh what's his name um harry in it is that harry the one that's uh james hewitt's son not really Charles. Yeah, well, ale allegedly, as in, oh, okay. I mean, the, the only proof is that he looks identical to him. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the only proof. I mean, we, we haven't got much else to go on there, so it is just allegedly, apart from him looking identical. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but what's uh, what's old um, Burrell then? What's what's why why does he think they'll clash? He said that they are both uh, too similar as personalities. They're both. Very independent and like doing things their own way. One thing I want to point out I reckon, is that yeah. Paul Burrell is, the media keep referring to Paul Burrell as being from Cheshire, and I'd just like to say that he's not. We don't have any ownership of Paul Burrell. He is, in fact, uh -huh. from Derbyshire, well, and they are is, oh, very welcome from, oh, to no. keep him. But, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he has been, it's been besmirching the not particularly <coughs> good name Cheshire. of Cheshire. Cheshire, yeah, he's uh, he's so he's a Derbyshire man, is he? He is. He is a Derbyshire man. The quick, quick to uh, quick to throw that out there. Do they still refer to him as disgraced Butler? I do. Or do, you do? I'm I'm not oh, sure. Yeah, everyone, yeah, of course. I'm not sure. I'm not <laughs> sure. I do. No, I, I reckon he's. Uh, I re Go on. I, I reckon he's still like. I reckon he's still like uh, eating his pot noodles with. Um, silverware that he's stolen from the palace and stuff like that. Almost certainly. I think Disgraced Butlers would be a really good <laughs> band name. I oh, think yeah, like definitely. a sort of like a 90s style indie rock band. Yeah. Yeah, you know like uh Dinosaur Dinosaur Junior or sort of Yeah, like or something Stone like that. Temple and they Pilots. could maybe all kind of go on stage kind of dressed as like butlers but with their shirts all sort yeah, of ripped. Disgrace. Yeah, def Disgraced Butler supporting Pearl Jam. Yeah, yeah, be, I can, uh, I can see it. Watch that. I'd, I'd go and watch that, yeah, definitely. Do you reckon you'd make a good butler? Uh, don't know. Probably not. Uh, I'm not sure. I might do. I, I've never really given it much thought, to be honest. You just you have you have reminded me though of uh, Princess Diana. You just made me think. That, well, I don't want to mention any names. I don't want to incriminate anyone here. But you know, I've told you before about where I work. I won't I won't go into it too much. But it's the most surreal place I've ever experienced. And there's people there that I will never forget because they're just unreal. But there's someone that you, I work with. You work as his personal got, assistant to a Ron Jeremy, the 1970s Ron Ge film star. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I did, but I'm now the. Uh, I, that was that was my most recent endeavour. But uh, he's moved on because of the lockdown and stuff. It's been been difficult, and I'm now working as a uh, PA spokesperson for Gillingham Chairman Paul Scally. Oh, um, excellent. <laughs> Yeah, so you know, I'm are you are you uh, essentially in charge of Jill's leisure? The, uh, uh, the yeah, I'm, I'm in charge of procurement for Jill's leisure, but obviously, as you know, football's sort of dried up at the minute, so we're just trying to flog a few Scalitrons, the old uh, photocopiers, Scalitron three thousand. But um, yeah, someone that I work with 
in that line of business at the moment that's got a conspiracy theory for just about every eventuality and he's got a conspiracy theory about princess diana who killed princess diana now logically i mean do you think she was murdered or do you think she was just an accident what's what are your thoughts on it i think that mark lawrenson had something to do with it well as possibility has he got shares I'll, 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 if it if it links in with the conspiracy theory that i've been told it could all add up i, would just, lawrenson... like, I would just like to say before mark lawrenson's lawyers uh, get in touch <laughs> on the the off chance that mark lawrenson has Listen a lawyers this. and be yeah, oh, yes. for this that it's I don't not think the, that Mark uh, Lawrenson has been involved in the commission of any crime, <laughs> and this is purely satirical content. Yeah, it's, got, it's all, it's all. Yeah, it's not the Mark Lawrenson. Obviously, it's a a Mark Lawrenson. Uh, this reminds me of, and we'll get onto this, I'm sure, in a future episode. But when the Bath City, the National League South oh, Club, uh, threatened to <laughs> sue me whilst I was driving oh. home and passing my driving test, brilliant. Which is a, yeah, that's, a teaser that's, for a future episode. That is, a, that is a whole other episode, but what a story that is. But let's just say, not not the Mark Lawrenson that you all know and love from Match of the Day then. Uh, uh, just someone with a very similar name. Had the shared, same name. <laughs> the same name, same date of birth and moustache. But same, uh, the, um, <laughs> he had, he had sh- shares in Interflora because... A person I work with is convinced that Interflora killed Princess Diana, the flower delivery company. Oh, basically so that they could sell more flowers. Well, he said, when I said to him, what are you talking about? He said, Have you, did you see uh, Trafalgar Square when she was dead? It was covered in flowers. It adds up, doesn't it? It's a legit... No. 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 <laughs> no. Well, um, <clears throat> I've thought about it quite a bit and I sort of found myself maybe thinking it could happen, but, you know, they popped, uh, popped the tyres with some sort of like rose thorns or something, I don't know. Put a bit of plant feed in the fuel tank. <laughs> I, I, would be su- I would be surprised if Interflora were involved. I, I don't think it will hold up in court, is what I'm saying. Oh, no. No, it wouldn't. It would never go to court, mate. They've. Uh, they, Do you they think that the, the, big, the big flower lobby would? Uh, well, it never. It'd never go to happening. court. Think about that. It'd never go to court. You imagine if you was the uh, the whistleblower on that, and yeah. you just open your door. Just open your door one day, and there's a bunch of daffodils on your doorstep. Something you'd be thinking, oh, going to end up the next Jill Dando here. For blowing, it, would blowing. Like, it would be a bit like the ring, but yeah, basically, yeah, with like chrysanthemums or something. Yeah, the the ring of ring, what's it? Ring around the roses, the ring. Yeah, of, good, good. There you go, there you go, mate. It's all in the floor around the world. Okay, that's I think that's interflora coming. <laughs> yeah, that's that's our thoughts on them. Uh, oh, and uh, yeah, we better add that you know. One, there are other brands available, and uh, to order your flowers from. And two, uh, any lawyers of Interflora listening, we probably better cover ourselves there as well, aren't we? You don't want, don't want I the full force. I wonder what it'd be of... like. I wonder what it'd be like being the lawyer for a 
a flower company. What know. a flower? Yeah, imagine that. I wonder what sort of lawsuits you'd get. I don't know. Well, you'd probably get like small businesses that, like copywriting your names and stuff like that, wouldn't you? Yeah, stuff like that. Stuff Close like them that. down. Maybe, maybe you've got to like take a sunflower into like, I don't know, Reading Magistrates Court and prove that it's yeah, a sunflower. Evidence. Yeah, this is like this is genuine, genuine Russian giant that we sold here. We're not selling any counterfeit flowers. Talking of football, actually, no, we weren't talking of football. That is a terrible no, segue. But, no, it's but, absolutely but be- fucking I awful. Suppose, <laughs> but I suppose we probably should do, seeing as you know, this is a loosely football-themed uh, yeah. podcast. It was more than I was thinking of. It. Have you been following the Belarus Premier League? Uh, yeah, I've been uh, watching it on and off, bits and bobs here and there, just for a little sort of mini football fix during the uh, during the lockdown. I enjoyed that. Um, one of the games this weekend was called off between, uh, and I'm probably going to butcher the pronunciation, but uh, FC Minsk and Neman Grodno uh, because yeah. of some coronavirus cases, and Neman Grodno ended up playing the game against their own reserves. Brilliant. What, it. what? Yeah. What is it? Oh, right. It's just a. Uh, just instead, and they, they streamed the game against their own reserves. Uh, prob- I sadly you couldn't bet on Neman to win. Oh, yeah, that'd be pretty good, wouldn't it? Bet on the reserves to win the game. But yeah, I've, I've been watching quite a bit of it. Um, it's it's quite good fun. Uh, all the yeah, managers, all, right, all the managers look very scary. Yeah, I, I wouldn't you know, mess with any of the managers. Yeah, all virtually all, all the managers on it look well, like ex KGB hitmen. I think most of them could dislocate my shoulder just by looking at me really hard. <laughs> Judo experts, isn't it? It's weird, isn't it? All like uh, all sort of like hard men in uh, Eastern Europe seem to be well into like a bit of judo or something like that didn't they whereas <clears throat> over here if someone was like a renowned hard man on the estate and he says oh, they just like love hell. like weather spoons and yeah he wouldn't boxing. yeah, yeah he wouldn't, wouldn't be into mma he wouldn't even i don't even think that yeah just a bit of like if someone said yeah i'm the uh, he's the renowned he's the known hard man on the estate and he's uh he's got a black belt the big people would just be going oh he's a what a tosser you know, karate don't work. But out in like Eastern Europe, they're loving it, aren't they? Judo experts. Look at Vladimir Putin. He's always wrestling a bear or something, can he? Certainly is. <laughs> or riding a horse shirtless. Yeah, yeah, straddling it, straddling a pony. No shirt. That's, on. Uh, that's that's <laughs> not a video I've seen. <laughs> Maybe oh, you do well. that to yourself. I um, saw, yeah, things you see when you're. PA for one Jeremy. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been good. I mean, it's uh it's a good, good quite a good league, really. I mean, for what it is. A lot of the stadiums, well, are just non existent, aren't they? They're like little little like non league grounds, really. I quite like it with a lot of them because loads of them seem to be like in the middle of a park. And you'll basically yeah, just... see a load of people who've not paid stood behind the goal <laughs> or like sat on a hill behind the ground. And it's just very, yeah. very it's kind good, of old school. 
I'd, I'd love to go to a game over there, partly because it is oh, yeah. almost the only football with fans, but also just it looks like a good laugh. Yeah, it looks, I mean, like I say, it's, um, it just looks like it's, it's organic, isn't it? Like people just go there to watch a bit of football and they enjoy it. They're not paying 50 quid for a ticket to sit they're right up on top of the pitch they're probably you know if it kicks off or whatever players and stuff as yeah, well probably work no, with half of them you know I don't, I don't <laughs> know if it's I don't know if most of the, the footballers in that league have got like day jobs as well but I would imagine they have because I can't imagine it being flooded with cash for a league no I imagine that the top few who play in Europe yeah like Partey and Dynamo uh, Brest and stuff probably yeah. are on full time contracts and a lot of semi pro but yeah. even like here in like the second tier, for example, yeah. I'm, for anyone listening, I'm in the Netherlands, and it's like nine, ten euros quite often for a second tier game, and yeah, quite a bad, lot of players, I, yeah, and quite a lot of players I think earn like just an an average wage for playing football, basically, and just love doing it. Yeah, so I think it's uh, I I like. It, when those teams sort of pop up as well in um, a competition, it's like, uh, who was it recently? That, did they play England or Scotland or something like, like Gibraltar or someone yeah. like that? Was, yeah, Jeb oh. did. Yeah, and they've got like, oh yeah, he's he's up front and he's uh, he's a mechanic and he's a plasterer and you know, it's, it's pretty uh, it's pretty good when you got it like because you know that they're just playing because. They love football, and it, I, I just thought I always enjoy it when they come up, especially if they get a result against someone. I like that. Andorra beat Hungary. I think it was either in the qualification for this um, Euros or for the World Cup, and it was like the first time they'd ever beaten a, like a quote unquote big team before, and it was like ridiculous celebrations. And yeah, I love stuff yeah. like that. I think it's like in the yeah. FA Cup when you. You see a non-league team, and sometimes you hear people say, "Like, oh, could it be any fun, like losing nine or eight or nine nil?" Sometimes, but like, if I got to play against like Messi or Thomas Muller or, oh, yeah. or someone, God, yeah. I'd love it. Even if we lost like thirty-five nil, I'd be like, what? "Yeah, of course you would." I mean, I, I used to play uh, like Sunday league football and that, and sometimes we'd lose like I don't know, eight eight nil or something ridiculous like that, and uh, we were just playing pub that was five miles down the road from us so can you imagine getting out on the pitch and getting nutmegged by Messi or something that'd be mental wouldn't it that'd be brilliant be one of um, my colleagues I used to work with um, he played in a probably still does play in a five-a-side league in Wickham and one oh, yeah. week they had a guy turn up and he absolutely like tore through everyone was unbelievable <laughs> they were like fucking hell that guy's good and then one of them realised a few days later it was Josh Parker, who oh, ended brilliant. up at Jills, actually. And yeah, he yeah, started yeah. the season playing in the Champions League for Red Star Belgrade. That's right. Yeah, I think, reason, I think uh, he, tur- he, turned him up. he turned up about for about four weeks just playing in a five-a-side league in Wigan. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, I, I saw him uh, score for Jills, actually, a 95th-minute winner on my... Uh, so, 95th-minute equaliser on my, my solitary trip to Breezefield. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, he's uh, he was. I can't remember who brought him in now. I don't think Evans brought him in. I think he was brought in under Pennant, I think maybe. But I mean, um, and Andy Hessenthaler is manager 50% of the time, 
yeah, so yeah. You've pretty got much. a 50-50 chance they will have been Andy Hessenthaler. Yeah, he's he's there. He is just the he, well, he's always he's just involved somewhere along the line. He go, and when when he's when his services are not required, he just goes and manages Dover. I like the fact that he refuses to leave Kent. Yeah, he just stay. Yeah, he just yeah. I'll, uh, I I'll don't know. I don't know if he's got like some sort of like court order that he can't I, leave I the reckon, county. But <laughs> I reckon he's got a fear of uh, a fear of water, and he can't cross the Thames. That's what I reckon it is. Just, he can't cross the Thames. He can't work anywhere north of London. Well, possible. <coughs> Andy Hessenthaler. Brilliant. What a man. Indeed. Right, mate. I am probably out of topics. Do you have anything else? Uh, I can't think of anything else that's bizarrely happened at the moment. You know, nothing stands out this week. Strangely. No, I mean, if you listen to this and want us to talk about anything next time round, let us know. But um, yeah, yeah, in the meantime, Luke, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, nice one, mate. Good, buddy. Well, we'll catch you next time. See you later, mate. And you, bye.